Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of It's a Groom's Life and actually it's quite nice to have you on because we have been friends, or I'll say we're friends, for a good like good few years now and now we've actually seen each other face to face. (laughs) (laughs) It's the wonders of technology. (laughs) I know. So today with me I have Susie Roswell who um, is started a new business venture um into first aid um but obviously we're going to go into much more details about that but hi Susie thank you so much for coming on to the podcast thank you so much for having me oh pleasure I mean we've literally been talking about this for ages and now I finally <laughs> it's been you a down. while <laughs> <laughs> um so Susie would you mind um, um, introducing, introducing yourself, yourself and telling, and us, telling us more about, about um, um power power day, day what is what it, is what, it? Do what do you do, do? um and more about the business. business. Yeah, of course. Um, so Empower First Aid is basically just me. I'm a fully qualified level three um, first aid trainer and assessor. Um, I've also got a teaching qualification now, which is quite scary to say, but I do. <laughs> um, so that I'm able to uh, teach uh, first aid, um, but also assess first aid and uh, provide accredited courses. Um, so the accredited courses are all CPD certified as well. So that can be for absolutely any industry whatsoever. Um, but I'm a horsey girl through and through and I'm a mother to two little ones. So um, the business is mainly targeted at the infant and child um area and the equestrian industry so um, with the infant and child predominantly they are non-accredited courses they are just two-hour workshops where I go into people's homes um, and deliver them like a two-hour training on unfortunately what you would do in the worst case scenario with your child or your baby Um, and then with the equestrian market again I'm offering a two-hour workshop which is on um sort of the best practice and what you should do if a friend has a bad fall so those are sort of aimed at um just livery yards just the everyday horse rider somebody that you don't need a full accredited course because you're just a horsey girl or you know um a horsey lad and you just want to know a little bit more about what the best thing to do would be for the casualty in in those sort of a uh, couple of hours I would say until the emergency services arrive but I'm also offering um, accredited courses which are for the tailored fully for the equestrian industry Um, but those are for um, staff so livery yard staff staff that work on racing yards if you need to get loads of staff um, their first aid up to a required standard for say pony club riding club um or big affiliated events etc so it's quite broad um but it's absolutely amazing and I love what I do I'm very much always been a medical person so um it's really nice to put that into practice and actually tailor it to the two sort of areas of my life that I'm really passionate about yeah and it's gone absolutely mad for you because it's quite a relatively (laughs) like new site new business for you but it's gone absolutely crazy isn't it so like generally like talk us about like what areas you've been covering and what you've got booked in because you're going to 
be traveling a lot I think uh yeah no definitely so um I I initially thought that when I was going to start I'd do lots of the sort of the unaccredited courses and sort of just take some time building up my name but um the demand for it is absolutely enormous and um word of mouth is kind of spread out there from the first few customers that I did um and um it's now stands as April is fully booked May is about 70% booked I've got bookings in June and July now already um and I've been booked to go pretty much four corners of the country um which is amazing so it's I'm on the road and um yeah going and seeing different parts of the country that I haven't seen before so the history with me is I've actually was cabin crew for 10 years so I've seen every corner of the world but actually not a huge amount of the country that I've been born and bred in so it's actually really (laughs) nice to do something so I'm yeah currently I've got lots of bookings down in Cornwall Dover um, and then quite a lot from the Midlands and actually a couple up north as well so but I did have an inquiry from Scotland and I thought god that's a long drive (laughs) (laughs) oh what a nice little trip up there though Scotland's not a bad place to end up though no god not at all not at all but I've got some Scottish family roots actually so I could turn it into a little weekend away or something (laughs) yeah definitely so what are the um so with your courses if we talk sort of like maybe more question based as this is sort of more of a question podcast um what sort of typical things are sort of covered on your course or now obviously you would go into much more detail um if someone's on your courses but what sort of things are you covering so the first thing that I always cover is um, what in the medical industry is known as Dr. ABC. And that's the primary survey. That is what you would do. It's an acronym that you would run through in your head if you found um, an unconscious casualty or somebody that was um, severely injured and you just you needed to assess them. Um, and Dr. ABC primarily usually um, will end up with CPR. Well, not usually, but um, during the acronym, the C stands for CPR. So I will always then teach CPR first. Um, And when I'm teaching CPR, I've got mannequins and every single person always gets to run through it at least two or three times, just so that there's muscle memory there. Your hands remember what to do. um, And it's just something that I believe firmly that everybody should learn and know. Um, Mm. The chances of people learning CPR and thinking that they would need to know it for um you know if somebody had a riding accident or something like that the chances are that it's usually um when they're out and about just in everyday life that they would then have to put it into practice so it's really important that everybody sort of has has had some sort of training on it and some Mm -hmm. sort of basic knowledge and then after that I just run through all other sort of common injuries that would be are commonly sustained when you're around horses obviously we understand that horses are really unpredictable they are incredibly heavy you know their fight or flight response is never usually um with malice to hurt us but it's very easy for them just to take us out and cause injuries so um I would sort of go through spinal injuries, head injuries, broken bones, bleeding. Unfortunately, I've seen several people take clippers through their arms and huge, huge injuries. And you're like, do we need to go to hospital? But that's the same with that's horsey people, isn't it? People, you know, in the equestrian industry, there's the whole 
um, you know, you fall off, you must get back up, you get back up, get back on the horse. But actually, yeah. a lot of the time, you need to take five minutes, assess whether you're actually capable of it. And if there's somebody else there, they need to be doing the same as well. It could cause so much injury just getting up and getting back on when you might actually have a broken bone or an internal bleed or a mild head injury. It's really important that that myth, and not a myth, but I think it's an old wives' tale, isn't it, that needs to be sort of busted in the equestrian industry. There is always another day. There is always another time. And um, it's not always the best thing just to get back on the horse. Um, and, um, And just sort of knowing that horses are dangerous and horsey people are tough and don't like to be embarrassed and don't like to turn around and say, oh, actually, I'm a little bit scared. I would rather do that another day once I know that I'm okay. So um, it's just about all of that and just raising awareness for the injuries and knowing at what point to go, right, we need to call an ambulance or now I think we need to, um, like, you know, maybe go down to A&E or we need to call 111 or maybe we should go and see a GP. And it's just the scale of that mm-hmm. um, as well as just some basic knowledge on, um, the emergency services and how they're going to get to you um, so obviously the what three words app is absolutely incredible and I sit there at the beginning of every course and I watch everyone that doesn't have it download it on their phone because it can pinpoint you to the, your exact location regardless of where you are and that can save so much valuable time yeah having worked in the call center for the police I can honestly tell you it can take up to two and a half three hours just to get the permissions to find the the last cell mast so if you're out riding and you don't know where you are which half of the time you don't know you cover an enormous um you know enormous amount of space and so being able to pinpoint yourself to an exact location is absolutely fantastic it's the most incredible piece of technology um so yeah as horse riders please everyone go and download it it could save someone's life it really could just and it's also really quite fun just the random three words that it spits out at you half the time <laughs> and yeah. usually quite comical doing knowing what they are in your living room to your bedroom to your downstairs toilet so um no it's um but that's just a sort of a basic overview of it and um they're fully tailored as well so um obviously they're a little bit different if I'm visiting a pony club to if I'm visiting a yard you know a a sort of a busier livery yard which I'm actually going to one this evening and they've turned it into a bit of a social event and they've got lots they've got like a a bar and catering and all sorts so it's be quite a giggle at the same time yeah definitely and you're right we we are a, a tough breed of people and we you know we do keep calm and carry on the quote as always says don't we but I think we are as an industry getting better at trying to look yeah. after ourselves a lot more definitely. you know with mental health I think that's definitely been talked about a lot more and I think we are sort of appreciating that we do need to look after ourselves um and not be as tough and hardy that we need to be so I think I yeah, think that's definitely. a good direction that we're going to yeah I mean with as horse riders you would always check your horse if your horse had a fall you'd be like oh my gosh I must check I must know everything you know maybe I'll call the vet but <laughs> the same happens to you and you don't do that so it is um it's it's going in the right direction finally it's, you know, it's a very positive move for the industry absolutely absolutely and I wanted to just go back and talk about how we met because I've known how long have we known each other Susie I feel like it must be at least three three years now 
do you think? I think so, yeah, coming up to three years, yeah, definitely. We're, we're Insta- Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> bad day, bad WhatsApp on a bad day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, we I think we met through Ria's Small and Supercharged Mastermind. I think that's how we originally did, met, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And then you had um, another business at the time, um, and yep. then I was kindly um, a brand ambassador for you. Um, and which was an amazing business and you know a really um, much needed business but it came to sort of the end of the road for you and you kind of just sort of decided that you you've done your bit for what you can for that business but your calling came to change to what you're doing now and and now you're completely thriving on that I think. Yeah 100% so with that other business I suffered quite a lot at the hands of um trolls unfortunately it was um it had quite a controversial topic sort of running straight through the middle of the business um and that brought out a lots of opinions from people and it took its toll on me I have to be honest um and it took a lot of energy learning to deal with those comments and that negativity constantly whilst trying to run a business and the Mm -hmm. business I'm all I was trying to do is raise awareness and at the same time trying to support, you know, a young family. Um, so it just became really, really difficult. And that sadly almost took a little bit of the passion from behind it. Um, and it made me realise very much how much I missed my roots of actually looking after people, seeing people face to face and, um, you know, just educating people at the same time. I did, flew for cab- as cabin crew for 10 years and I absolutely adored every minute of it. I loved the rules, the regulations. I sound like such a stick in the mud right now, but <laughs> I absolutely loved all the rules, the regulations. I love sort of working with facts. Um, and unfortunately, during my time flying, I saw so many medical emergencies and dealt with them all. And the medical training we got was incredible. Um, and previous to that, I did a Chinese medicine and acupuncture degree. So um, I've had a huge amount of medical knowledge and medical training. Um, and it was great just to be able to sort of close a book on a chapter of my life that was sadly becoming quite negative and stressful and think, what are all of my passions? And be able to then go and do a few more courses, train trainer courses, teaching qualification and be able to put it all into practice. Um, and yeah, like you say, it's just gone absolutely kaboom, um, which is incredible um, to the point where I look at my diary and I'm quite overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh my goodness. Um, and that's such, a, it's an amazing, amazing situation to be in. And I'm just so grateful. Um, and yeah, I'm quite excited now, to be honest. I'm yeah. excited to see what the rest of the year holds and um, yeah, what other amazing sort of avenues it can it can lead to. Yeah, it, it was such a shame because it, like I said before, it was an amazing brand. It was a great awareness that you were um, advocating out there. And it's just such a shame that other people wasn't, what's the right word, just wasn't um, expressing the same enthusiasm that you were. Um, yeah. But we, I felt like, you know, I was there with you the whole, I mean, there have been many, many voice notes exchanged between you and I. <laughs> been each other's therapists and and worlds to rights and that's exactly what it should be isn't it like and now that and we it's funny enough literally like this week we've been talking voice noting and yeah just your um I said to you this week like how much difference just in the your tone of your voice and everything is so much different 
in, in a positive yeah. way because you're just so it feels like you've had a whole weight taken off your shoulders which is 100 percent. yeah I mean at the end of last year when everything was really really difficult and I was really struggling um I honestly couldn't see any good and I think when you're in a difficult situation like that it is really hard to find positive um but actually it takes things sort of changing moving away taking a step back and actually going do you know what actually you know this the whole situation pushed me and guided me to something um that is making me far happier and I've actually made some amazing connections and amazing friends because of the business and for that I will always be entirely grateful for such as people like you um and yeah it just takes a while to step back and go actually there was a lot of positives um and kind of just leave it on that but I do I feel so much better and I think once you actually find something that you think do you know what I think this is actually what I was designed to do this is why I'm here um you things sort of click into place and um yeah it just makes just makes life a lot easier when you're happy and just love what you're doing absolutely absolutely and I'm so pleased for you like generally so pleased for you thank you and I wanted to talk about because I feel like you've got like a mini farm where you are because you've got yes. so many animals <laughs> we do so yeah. let's go through like t- talk us through like what animals you have <laughs> <laughs> um we say what don't we have would probably be the, the best place to start so, um we've got six horses we've got four big horses two miniature Shetlands one for each of the girls um and they are absolutely adorable they're incredible um one of the big horses is my mum's one is an ex-race horse that mum and I brought gosh we brought her many moons ago um fresh off the racetracks and that was an exciting experience um (laughs) and then I have um a sort of an ex-trotter next trotting racer bless him he is just my happy hack horse now just something if I'm having a busy busy few days it's amazing just to be able to stack a saddle on and go for a ride I have to go with my mum though because he is the biggest worst known to man and he won't do anything he won't go anywhere on his own he doesn't even like being led on his own he tries to hide behind you he's um he's quite a sensitive soul um and then um a mare as well that I had brought to do some I had high hopes for and she had a niggly suspensory injury and has never come sound after that, unfortunately. Um, so, we've, yeah, we've got all of them. We've got six sheep who are my absolute world. One of them is called Mickey Boy, um, and the girls are just obsessed with him. He is mm. the nicest. I feel like I could bring him home if he'd just sit on the sofa. He's the coolest thing ever. Um, <laughs> I adore my sheep. We've got six chickens as well, um, and bless them. They're having a bit of a hard time because they're still in avian flu lockdown so it feels like covid for chickens um yeah. <clears throat> it's just awful they're so they're savage you open the door and they fly at you and that's not like them they're just so desperate to get outside yeah. um and we've got a bearded dragon that lives with my mother now because my children wouldn't stop opening her tank um <laughs> and she was never getting any rest so we had to ship her off to live with my mum um so my poor parents are yeah have to look after her and feed her live bugs um which I don't think they ever envisioned having to do as part of their parenting role but that's part of it now for them um we've got two feral yard cats that kill all of the um well actually they don't actually kill anything now because they're so good at pest control they've got it all completely under wraps at the farm 
um and previously we'd really struggled so um and they were rescued as well so we've given them a nice home and they do a stellar job bless them um and then I've got two dogs we've got Vegas who is a um uh Dachshund cross track Russell and she is just the most incredible loyal companion you can ever imagine and then we've got Loki who is a 32 kg two-year-old um basset hound who um he is the softest, loving, most loving dog you could ever imagine. However, he is possibly the least intelligent animal I've ever come across in my entire life. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's about it. Um, I'm constantly looking at more animals and my husband and parents are constantly saying, no, Susie, no, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is enough. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. And it's great for the children, isn't it? It's great for them to um, experience like having animals and responsibilities of looking after yeah, them and things definitely. like that yeah no they they absolutely love it and regardless and we we're so grateful during the whole of coronavirus and lockdown we had the farm to go to every day and look after the animals and they could just run around in open air and we knew we weren't going to see anyone or meet anyone to so rent the whole um facility and um yeah it was just um it was amazing for them and they just adore animals and nothing scares them with animals now as well so um when if we go to the zoo they're sort of thinking like why can't I touch that lion <laughs> maybe not the best idea um but no they're, they're um they love it and it's the best place for them to grow up brilliant absolutely brilliant so as we start wrapping up the end of the episode is there anything you want to talk about this is like your open space to talk about whatever you like or highlight anything or promote anything this is your open space gosh I feel like I have rabbited on about myself for so long I don't know what that's the whole point I could mention (laughs) that's the whole point oh god no I honestly don't I feel like I've I've gassed on and gabbed on all about me um and um yeah I just want to say thank you thank you for yeah just um inviting me and letting me rabbit on about myself (laughs) oh absolute pleasure um I finish off with some quick fire questions only a couple yeah so generally are you a night in night out person oh I would love to say night out but I'm 100% night in (laughs) I think literally everyone is at the minute everyone um tea or coffee oh both um wellies or heels wellies got married in my debaries did you (laughs) yeah (laughs) love that um sweet or savory oh sweet and book or film film I would love to say book but I'm far too lazy and uh, is there any films that you've seen recently that you would recommend oh gosh um oh we watched something the other night and I cannot remember what it was now <laughs> my husband is the biggest film buff ever so we literally end up watching a movie like most nights of the week oh. um, but no I can't we have we've literally finished Bridgerton last night, Bridgerton season two. Um, so Brilliant. Film, but it was yeah, it was wonderful. It wasn't quite as raunchy as the first one. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I think a lot of people have said it wasn't as good, but I we absolutely loved it. Oh, brilliant! And um, where finally, where can people find you? Where can people sign up for your courses? Tell us all the social media and everything um so on instagram it's um empower for uh, empower first aid um empower first aid again on facebook the website is still in construction as i've said 
everything sort of blew up quite quickly and um, it's taken my attention away from that. So I really need to get back onto it. Um, but yeah, Instagram and Facebook and um, yeah, just popping messages through um, Messenger or um, Instagram. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Susie, for coming on, talking to us all about your new venture and um, how important it is. And yeah, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Oh, not a problem. Thank you, Carly. No worries. And always, as as always, guys, please screenshot and share. Tag Susie and I in. We'd love to know that you're listening. And I'll speak to you all on the next episode. If you listen to this episode, I really hope you enjoyed it as I did making it. If you um, like to follow me on socials, my um, Instagram is Cobbs Equine Services and the same on Facebook, Cobbs Equine Services. Um, if you are listening to this on your um, Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts, I really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um, other people to highlight the um, episodes to other people. And I will speak to you all on the next episode. If you listen to this episode, I really hope you enjoyed it as I did making it. If you um, like to follow me on socials, my um, Instagram is Cobbs Equine Services and the same on Facebook, Cobbs Equine Services. Um, if you are listening to this on your um, Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, I really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um, other people to highlight the um, episodes to other people. And I will speak to you all on the next episode.